Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the cultures of the world together. And when we listen to real people, to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our humanity without our differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Durenzaya Kanzarik. Rena is a winner of the Presidential Scholarship living in Ulaanbaatar, the capital city of Mongolia. Currently, she is waiting to study abroad at the University of Bristol, England, and her major is Computer Science and Electronics. Rena loves to listen to music, and she combines pictures and videos taken by her to create video clips for her favorite songs, which helps her to relieve stress and boost her confidence. She also likes to dance. She has been doing ballet since she was four years old, and when she was 16, she started to teach ballet for children. Rena participated in the Tanso Olymp Asia 2018, which is an international ballet competition. Rena, how are you today? Hi, I'm feeling very good and I'm really excited. Me too. I'm happy. I'm honored. I'm feeling lucky to interview you. And I'll begin with this nice question, which is, if your friend could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Well, so the first thing they're going to say is very extroverted because I'm like always outgoing and I'm always talking. And also my friends would say I'm really like caring person and loving. I like that. That's super interesting. And it goes against the stereotype of people who are into computer science and electronics because they seem to have more comfort with machines than with other human beings. What's your thought about this stereotype? Do you feel it's wrong? Are you more comfortable with computers and things that are electronic compared to humans? Or you find them to be useful to increase the human connection? Well, I think that stereotype is kind of true. But for me, um, I really like to talk with people and work with people, but I also really like techniques. Um, just because I feel that um, te- techniques makes us like, makes our brain work. And yeah, it really connects people. And I think I can make it more suitable for our environment and our future. Perfect. And I'm curious about you being a Mongolian girl. How do you feel in 2022 is the 
culture of Mongolian teenage girls or younger um, adults? Is it truly like a typical traditional Mongolian influence or because of Hollywood and K-pop and uh, China and Japan, they're a mix of so many cultures and creating their own culture and perspective on this world? So, um, well, culture exchange is like really common in Mongolia. Um, actually, Korean is very popular here, like Korean songs, Korean dramas. We watch everything. And us girls, like teenagers, really like to follow what's on the TV or what's on the sound, songs. But... Um, Actually, lastly, we are really trying to keep up with our culture because our culture is very, very unique and we really didn't understand it until this moment because um, before um, we just thought that um, Mongolian culture is very like too much of a nomadic or it's kind of disgusting because um, like people sometimes ask sometimes foreigners ask like do you still ride horses to school or like um, sometimes people just think Mongolia is very nomadic still to this moment but actually we have big cities we have every technologies so and we are appreciating our culture and it makes us even more unique I love that very much. And I'm even more curious about you. The pandemic, the lockdowns, and the whole situation that during your teenage years, you spent two or three years maybe studying uh, remotely, etc. Do you feel this influenced social skills and reduced them because there is less human interaction or in your situation, it was a good thing or maybe it wasn't so much restrictions in Mongolia. Tell me more about this. Well, we actually had very long and very uh, strict lockdowns lockdowns in Mongolia because um, our COVID situation was so bad and we almost was in lockdown for like two years straight well there was on and off and lockdowns but it was almost fully lockdown so but i think that time period was like the um, new chapter of my life because that's when I found out that I love computers and techniques. And that's also fine when I found out that, well, my career will not be ballet, and, but ballet is my best interest and my best hobby. But I won't live as a ballerina, but I can live as my computer engineering major. So about um, social interactions, it was really hard because... As I said, I was I'm very extroverted, so I used to like always go out with my friends or always talk with people, and I was just in a crowd all the time. And then suddenly I had to stay at home for like six months, one year, and more than that. So 
um, at first I felt like, oh my God, this is horrible. But um, as time goes by, I found out that, oh, I needed to find out more about myself. I need to work with myself. So that's when I actually enjoyed the lockdowns and started to work on myself and pursue my interests. That's a powerful perspective and an absolutely great story. And you spoke about ballet, how you discovered that electronics will be your future, not ballet. Can you tell me about ballet? What is the most interesting and adorable part for you about ballet? Is it maybe that challenging yourself, pushing your limits helps you discover new parts and new things about yourself? Or do you love that moment where it's almost like time stops and you're dancing and there is no past and no future, just flowing in the moment and watching yourself do something magnificent or is it working out that it helps you look good and <laughs> that's why you love it or what do you adore about the experience of ballet itself well i was dancing since i was four years old so that means that like at first I knew nothing. I was just dancing. My parents told me to go to the dance. And that's when I go and just play with children and do some ballet in the studio. And like after I turned 12, maybe, I actually really started to enjoy ballet and understand more about it. But um, ballet was always not being very easy. It's actually a lot of time um, thinking about quitting because it was so hard and um, feeling frustrated about myself because I can't do this turn or I can't do this move. How do people do this? And it was a lot of like, it. I think it builds me more mental strength and um, it makes me, it made me more patient because you have to endure all that pain of stretch or all that tiredness from dancing all day. Because um, when you're trying to be a professional ballerina, you train for like seven to eight hours a day, even can be it can be all day, like from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And when you're... Um, preparing for competitions it's like whole day and whole night so um i learned a lot about ballet and the most adorable thing and the most um, favorite thing about ballet is that um i feel that i'm a woman from it because um when I'm dancing and when I, when, I, when I see my hands or when I see my legs floating around or when I'm turning, it gives me the feeling that, oh, I'm a woman and I should be confident in myself. I should love myself. That's wonderful. And then to ask you, do you feel teenage girls in Mongolia have high self-esteem or like you said, it's about ballet for you, falling in love with the abilities of your body? Do they have some kind of 
body shame or they maybe see in Instagram some girls that they think, oh my God, I cannot be as perfect as her. It's not possible. So they feel bad, but something like ballet can help them gain that confidence. What's your perspective on this? So yeah, there's actually a lot of body shaming, like fast shaming, height shaming, or even voice or your looks. So mm, I know that almost all the girls here has insecurities and it seems like um, many of us have low self-esteem, but um, I think it's the way humans are, I think, because like you have to have insecurities, but you need to um, grow out of that and you need to find out how to love yourself. And well, girls like um, face more of it than boys because like boys don't care. So girls have to think more and like they try to learn to love themselves more and in Mongolia like there's not much people to say oh please love yourself like your mental health is uh, important because um, what we call boomers right (laughs) Mongolian like elders they say like oh you don't care you don't have to be or like you're too fat just be skinnier like it's so easy right so um we face a lot of problems and insecurities because of what older people say to us but us girls teenagers try to like inspire ourselves more and like we have to we need to and we try to help each other by just saying Aaron, oh no it's not a problem just love yourself, like be who you are. We have to like, we try to um, give it to each other, not and get it from all the people. Thank you. And I'm curious about another thing. You soon enough will be living in England to a new culture, new people. Do you feel that you will find it easy to make new friends? What is your plan in order to adapt to that new culture and build new groups of people that you know, will you join all the ballet classes and make friends there? Or do you think you'll be involved in all the extracurricular activities at the University of Bristol? Or you look for other Mongolian expats and find home there? Or how will you make yourself have those new human connections in a totally new country starting from scratch? Well, right now, that's the only thing that I'm worried about. But like, I'm worried and excited at the same time. So I I think I kind of knew a lot about the culture because like from social media, like TikTok, Instagram, or like from just Googles, but it can't be like the most through it. So, um, of course, I will be in a culture shock, but um, I think I have to, no, I don't think that culture shock or the first time that I'm coming to England is like a hard thing because I think it's 
another new chapter of, of my life. And I think it's going to be exci- exciting rather than just hard. And so the presidential scholarship will provide us with dorms, but I am. Um, during like summer breaks or winter breaks, I need home to stay. So I, of course I'm gonna work there. And one thing about me is like, I'm very spoiled because um, growing up, I was always in a ballet studio, not in my home. So I'm kind of bad about chorus, chores, doing chores. <laughs> and um, that's what I should learn. And I'm kind of trying now and also, in university, um, I will try to meet new people as much as possible because, as I said, I'm an extroverted person and I need more like international friends to see more new perspectives about the world. And actually, I have a friend of mine in England and we were like friends um she was in my ballet studio and we were friends since four years old. And she went to England um, three years ago. So, and she's um, she have a ballet studio there. So I think I can work there. And we were talking a lot about it. So, yeah, I'm going to keep up with my ballet and also with my studies. Thank you. And I am curious about you in this way. Are you the same person when you are doing ballet that you are when you're dealing with electronics and computers? Or are you discovering a new side to yourself? Do you see dance and music and beauty and computer sciences and electronic? Or what made you discover that you have this love for it? Well, so I would say I'm a very different person when I'm doing ballet and when I'm working on my computers because um, when I'm doing ballet, um, I'm really feminine and I'm like, um, and I'm really like just about dancing and feeling every moment of it, but like not, um, I don't have to think too much. Of course, I will think my uh, movements are like that, but um, there's no, like, um, you don't have to academically think when you're doing ballet. So when I'm dealing with computers, I have to think about, okay, how to solve this problem and how do I do it? And people actually say that, oh, you look very focused and very serious when you're dealing with computers like I'm not that serious when I'm doing ballet because I'm really enjoying it um of course I'm serious when I'm teaching ballet but when I'm actually dancing I'm just enjoying it and I'm just feeling it but when I'm dealing with computers I'm all serious I'm all focused and I think I'm more like um like a man (laughs) I would say because like when I'm doing ballet, I'm in my best shape, best clothes, and like I, I'm looking pretty or something like that. And when I'm dealing with computers, I'm just in my in the corner of my room with like baggy clothes and um, kind of greasy hair. So that's the difference. That's funny. And to understand then, since you said you feel like a man, 
How is the culture in Mongolia? How are women expected to be? How are men expected to be? Is it more modern? Do you feel that is perfect? Or do you have different perspectives on how the future of Mongolian women is from your own opinion or should be, etc.? Can you speak a bit more about that? In Mongolian, like... um the typical um, understandings of women is that they have to cook, they have to take care of their children, they have to be at home taking care of everything, and men should do the work, they should provide money, and they should, like, care for their home, but, like, not, like, um, when women is doing dishes, men should be, like, um, preparing repairing things like tv or the lights but i don't think it's not suitable because um in my opinion like women and men should be equal like not um like if women is doing dishes men should do dishes too um it's not like um we're working together so um there's actually no difference and if you want to do dishes you can do it or if i want to do it i can do it it's more like when someone's busy or not and um actually the providing money and taking care of home is and working is like um a burden for men because um they get a lot of pressures from it because um like when your home is not um very and gaining money it's all your fault and um when um, men men can sometimes have drink have drinks with their friends right but like in mongolia um when their husband comes home kind of drunk a little bit drunk even their um, wife gets too angry and it's like um well, woman is pressure. Woman is getting pressures too much, and men is getting pressures too much. And like, they should be just equal. And like, men can take care of their children and stay at home if they want to. And if woman want to work, and um, if she is confident about working and providing money, she can work too. And I want this to change actually this way in Mongolia. Thank you. And to understand you even more as a person. So what would be in this whole world in theory, a place or a culture that matches who you are perfectly? Would it be like Italy and you love to be in the historical museums and the delicious food and the nature? Or in California near Hollywood and the movies and the stars or somewhere like Korea near the K-pop people and the culture or in Dubai with the dynamic people or anywhere else outside of Mongolia. Of course, you love Mongolia, etc. But in theory, what would be a location that represents you? Maybe it's the Bahamas on the beach. What is your heart calling for? Oh, that's a really good question. So my answer will be um, New York because it's all like new and it's all shiny it's like the city of the party i would say 
I like to party or I just like to be in an exciting place like where there's a lot of lights and and the busy lives going around like tall buildings all these interesting things that's really so me I like to just dress good and go out or I really like to be busy so New York will be the place oh that's so interesting so to understand you then are you a girl who gets bored somehow easily you love to have new emotions new adventures new experiences you want to be sad and to cry and to be heartbroken and to be happy and to be excited and to be scared and you love all the emotions and new surprises or is it more about that you have a lot of interests that you can live through fully and you wish to be only in positive good vibes all the time you're not interested in the whole range of big emotions oh i love everything new i like adventures even if it's hard i'm all there for it and i love emotions like oh this is a new emotion like how do i deal with it or like what kind of emotion is this is the like um the thought that i have like every day or every like every other days so like um just everything new, exploring everything new and living a very interesting, very active life will be the best for me. That's so nice. And then to know even more about you, how can you study in a way where you are getting, you know, into excellence, whether it's in ballet and the practice where you repeat the same thing again and again and again for thousands of times or maybe studying for computer science there is so much to read so much technical jargon how do you keep yourself focused in order to be excellent in academics and in dance if it's opposite to new emotions and new excitements and can be boring in some way yeah i get bored of course but like um I try to find the new things from it, even if I'm like doing one dance all over again. I'm just, um, when I'm doing once, I'm learning just one thing. And then when I'm doing another and I'm figuring out another thing in the, in that dance. So that's what, uh, how I keep new things in me, even if I'm doing the same thing all over again. And about computers too, like when I'm reading, and just typing codes it's all like something new oh my god that's so interesting so i should do this or if i can't do things or if i can't make things work i'm ready to go all in for that because um when i'm studying um i get really serious and i um i just love the feeling of finishing everything like oh it works oh i did it that's the um best adrenaline and best satisfaction for me. That's wonderful. And that you mentioned adrenaline. What kind of people are you most interested in having in your life that when you meet them, you think, yes, these are my people. Are they adrenaline junkies who love to go out and party and feel all the emotions and have 
all the adventures or do you like more introverted calm people so that they balance your energy and keep you from going too far into the excitement what is interesting for you yeah as you say like introverted person is the best in my life because like they balance my life um like i thought i like attract to and I get friends I got friends with more like extroverted people but um after some time I find out that oh no like my own almost all of my friends are introverted because um I need somebody to listen to me and to talk to me because I'm talkative and when my friend is talkative too it's gonna be like a discussion it's gonna be like um, some kind of um, very like serious situation. Just I need somebody that can listen to me when I'm talking, but I will of course listen to them too. And I need somebody who is calm because I'm a very overwhelming person, I would say. And when I say, oh my God, let's try this, let's go now. But like my friends say, okay, we can do it later. Now you have to do this or do that. That's like, um, the best reminder reminder for me. Um, so I need introverted people, but also like I need like people in between them. I guess like if they if my friends are too introverted, I can't like um, keep up with their lifestyle because of course mine is going out and being all excited about things. So I need somebody who is comfortable with me. Yeah, so, and um, when I first met people and we're talking and, oh, I ne I actually do a lot of jokes. I say a lot of funny things. And when they laugh at my jokes and they laugh at me, I almost thought, oh, they, it's them. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rena. This was such a wonderful way to share about your unique personality and who you are. I thank you for this episode. I thank you for your time, your perspective, and I wish you success and a new chapter in your life that is full of new emotions in England. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you so much. I also want to say uh, good luck and this podcast is very interesting and very and it's very inspiring for all the women out there. So keep up doing it. Thank you.